0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mistletoe Secret. I am a plane ticket that departs on December 24th, Trey Plutnicki.
1: I am the one snowmobile provider in the whole state of Montana, Daniel Kunkel. Uh, and we got a special
0: <laughs> um movie this week. Before we're back we get in the started...
1: Rut. We're back in that 2012 we, yeah, rut, Trey. We're, I we're feel back it. At,
0: we're in the rough right now. You know, the volume of movies that are being produced might mean that there are going to be more good ones but it'll undoubtedly mean there are more bad ones. Yeah. Uh Daniel, uh I was looking forward to this moment um because I am officially closed and unemployed. Shut <laughs> it down folks. <laughs> officially Trey is broke. So now I have so much more time to watch these Hallmark movies. Um your but
1: dream. Your I was dream just looking
0: forward to true. to really diving into these Christmas movies and really in like really squeezing the what's there to squeeze in the in the Hallmark juice of it all. Yeah, and you're still going to
1: watch them an hour before we record, but now it's going to be a focused hour. Yeah, now it's show. <laughs> <True. laughs> um yeah, so...
0: And then we get this stinker. Let It Snow. Uh, let me pull up the IMDB for Let It Snow. Um, I almost watched the wrong sum- you Let want It that Snow.
1: I, oh, yeah. You want that summary? Yeah, get, hit me with it. An executive examines her company's new property and prepares a presentation to transform the Rustic Lodge into a new hot spot. Again, that's the movie. That is the movie. This woman, uh, Stephanie Beck... Uh, played by Candace Cameron Burr. Burr. We got to learn her name. She is like, she's like Hallmark royalty again, man. We Oh a, really? Yeah. She's another one of those big players uh, where she goes for her dad, Alan Thicke, um, to go to this little lodge to check it out. See what it's up. Is it worth it? Too bad. You already bought it. How can we make it? How can we make it a hot ski spot for young adults and single people? For single, double-income people. Do you want me to give you some uh, a little bit more of a summary? Yeah, sure, why not? Do you not? Want to get
0: Hallmark's official summary? Yeah, give me the Hallmark's. Those are better. When Falcon Resorts acquires family-owned Snow Valley Lodge from retiring owners Carla and Paul, Driven Executive Stephanie Beck must spend the week before Christmas in Maine preparing a proposal on the property's renovations determined to impress Falcon's president, her detached father Ted, who is played by Alan Thick, her shitty dad. Stephanie reluctantly departs her warm Arizona home to immerse herself in the lodge's property and decide how to change it into the fit how to change it to fit the hip young Falcon brand while preparing to rebuild the Snow Valley Lodge from the ground up. Stephanie butts heads with her property guide, Brady Lewis. Carl and Paul's son, who has decided to leave his family's business over creative differences with his dad. A self-defined Grinch, Stephanie begins her stay at Snow Valley Lodge, immune to Christmas sentiment. But as the lodge's festive traditions provide the Christmas Stephanie never had growing up with her distant father, Stephanie finds herself enjoying every minute. To complicate her professional duties even further, The combative feelings she felt toward Brady turn into romantic ones. With Stephanie's newfound Christmas spirit and unexpected holiday romance, she begins to question Falcon's overhaul. As her Christmas Eve deadline approaches, she is faced with a decision. Should she transform the lodge into a new winter hotspot or embrace the tradition and let it snow? Yeah,
1: um... I think that did a pretty good job. Yeah, I was reading about growing pains while you were doing that. (laughs) (laughs) She chooses neither. By
0: the way, she choose well. She chooses neither and both. She chooses
1: both. Yeah.
0: Um, Alan Thick is, is the um, Robin Thick's dad. Is Robin
1: Thick's dad Canadian icon?
0: Uh huh. He has he has
1: hosted Canadian game shows. Yep. Um, and he was he, the he was the lead in Growing Pains, which is what I was reading about while Trey <laughs> was reading all that stuff. Because guess what? I already watched the movie. <laughs> I don't have to listen to it again because I watched it already. True, and and by gosh, did we watch it? Um,
0: he was also in "Ned's Declassified School Survival." Jesus, he was in. He was himself in "How I Met Your Mother" for five episodes. Um, oh, he
1: was. Yeah. He, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Of yeah, note. this movie's boring. Um, don't watch this movie. Yeah, this movie is, is. I'm tired of us tiptoeing around things. All right quite boring. There is there is some good stuff in this movie. I like how the two of them bond over modernity. They are both like your dad runs this place. He runs it well. They are booked from November to the end of December, from till till New Year's. Like they are booked up at this resort. But he refuses to let any sort of evolution happen to the property. He refuses to put in a ski thing like If it ain't broke and there's some interesting themes here about particularly with father and sons, it's, this is again, we talked about this, um, I guess last week now (laughs) on last week's episode about like when they try to involve multiple people and have multiple people be characters, it gets a little complicated. I think they navigate it pretty well here. I think having them, so they both have good ideas and it's very understandable how they get to know each other. Yes, and how and, they bond?
0: Yeah, because they are both rege- they're they're both rejecting tradition. I think that's a better way to say it. They're yeah. both rejecting tradition in their own way and embracing modernity. It's it's if that's even a word. It's just that um, Stephanie Beck <laughs> doesn't just hates Christmas. Full stop. Yeah, and and Brady like wants to keep the. Once it wants to keep Snow Valley alive mm-hmm. and likes Christmas and has ideas to progress it it towards a more Christmas, traditional way while still embracing modernity yeah. while Stephanie is just like oh why don't we just make this like a, a wine tasting but she doesn't say that but like that's my might in- as well might <laughs> as well say yeah it. that's that's the antithesis of Christmas <laughs> to me it's, it's like wine, wine tasting.
1: <laughs> tasting Yeah, let's make this a wine tasting interesting <laughs> yeah yeah they um, both so I like how br- they're both like I'm a Grinch no I'm a Grinch and Brady you learn like no he's just kind of fighting with his dad like he just yeah. has beef with his dad whereas right. stephanie also has beef with her dad in a very different way so uh, i will say they talk about
0: um but before we get into like their 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 individual beefs because i sure. believe one one beef is more of a um one one beef is a <laughs> like a, fa- a father-son like I'm going to take over this business. Once you're gone, you can't tell me what to do sort of thing. Yeah. And then the other one is like a, I am my own independent woman. You can't control what I do. Um, and also like, are, why well, did
1: you not love me as a
0: child after my mom Yeah, died? it's also that. <laughs> Also
1: that. I think it's a fair way um, of putting it.
0: <laughs> but there's, there's a phrase that is used in this movie quite a bit. Okay. Which is, we are booked, Brady frequently says, we are booked all the way throughout the 12 days of Christmas. Yes. Daniel, I hear this phrase all the time. Okay. What the hell are the 12 days of Christmas? Because last I checked, Daniel, there's one. And it's December 25th. Um,
1: well, there's the song, the the 12 Uh, days of Christmas. I know, I know,
0: I know, I know. Um... I know there's the
1: saw. There's, there's, yeah, there's the 12 days of Christmas. Um,
0: But where does that come from? I don't,
1: um. Okay, let's do a history lesson. 12 days. Holiday staple as beloved as decorating the Christmas tree or preparing your favorite eggnog recipe. There actually is a twelve days of Christmas in Western Christianity, but it begins on Christmas Day, not before, and ends on January sixth, which is known as Three Kings Day or Epiphany. It is the day the three wise men arrive to honor Jesus, and is traditionally celebrated with a feast, sometimes called a twelfth night party.
0: If I'm if I'm getting this correct, the twelve days of Christmas are essentially the three wise men coming, hearing about
1: Jesus's. Did you say twelve birth. wise men. Three, yes, three wise men.
0: <laughs> the three, it's the three wise men hearing about Jesus's birth. That's when. So it they ends. take twelve days to trek. Yes, to uh, Jesus, and then that's Three Kings Day because that's the day they arrive.
1: Yeah, wait, yeah, wait. Is Je- yeah because Jesus was, I mean, not, but he was born on Christmas Eve. Wait, yeah. Did it take them twelve? No, because they show up on they show up on Christmas Eve. We are so unqualified to talk about this, but. So I just keep hearing. I'm sorry. I've learned about how uh, it's a. Me- it was originally believed to be a memory game. And if you forgot the words at a party to Twelve Nights of Chris 12, uh, twelve Days of Christmas, you'd have to give your opponent a kiss or grant them a favor. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't like the. I don't like how granting them a kiss is is right next to granting them a favor because that li- makes it seem like a sexual favor <laughs> i don't like
1: how christmas rolls around and everyone's like "Ooh, free reign to smooch folks yeah
0: yeah because uh, yeah, mistletoe and stuff like that too uh-huh, uh-huh. what's up with kissing at these, christmas
1: uh, all of these traditions are so rapey what's going on trey you've now thrown my entire understanding of christmas for a loop I, but right, like yeah. what is the twelve? What are what are the twelve days of Christmas? Because not well, you hear
0: it in the song, and it's like for the like first day. It, it seems it feels like a it feels like a like a Hanukkah adjacent sort of holiday where it's like on each day of Christmas yeah. you get a different present. Um, the same way how like kids celebrate Hanukkah with each night you get a, a different present each night of Hanukkah, um, but. <laughs> But where did that, why is that? When is that?
1: Okay, so it is, that, and that's what Twelfth Night is. The play Twelfth Night by uh, William Shakespeare is a, is a uh-huh. reference to a festival in some branches of Christianity that takes place on the last day of the 12 days of Christmas, marking the coming of the Epiphany. The Epiphany is a Christian feast day that celebrates the revelation of God incarnate as Jesus Christ. It is sometimes called Three Kings Day. Okay. The traditional date for the feast is January 6th. However, since 1970, the celebration is held in some countries on the Sunday after January 1st. Mm -hmm. Those Eastern churches, which are still following the Julian calendar, observe the feast on what, according to the internationally used Gregorian calendar, is January 19th because of the current 13-day difference between the Julian and Gregorian calendars.
0: So all I'm hearing is that the insurrection was just a... It was just a really elaborate celebration of Three Kings Day. The what? The American insurrection that happened on January 6th. Oh,
1: my (laughs) God. No, Trey. No. (laughs) For all our international
0: listeners... (laughs) <laughs> on American soil, we had a uh, we had quite the scuffle happen at Is that uh, what the we're calling it yeah at the national capital in, in Washington D.C. Uh, but as it turns out, they were just celebrating Three Kings Day. That's just how it's done. in America.
1: So we don't know what the Twelve Days of Christmas are. <laughs> it's, this, okay, it's January sixth. So they're saying from Thanksgiving <laughs> to January sixth, they're book solid. Yeah. Well, they said, they mentioned 40 days before Christmas,
0: which is, that seems like a week before Thanksgiving, right?
1: That's a week or so before Thanksgiving, I think. Yeah. Usually. That sounds right. Because sure. it's the
0: third, yeah, yeah. Because it's, because Christmas and Thanksgiving usually fall in like the third week of the month, right? So 30 days plus 10. So like a week and a half before Thanksgiving yeah. about. Yeah, that was good. Um, that was very good quick math. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, what is your point <laughs> in all of this? I was just wondering. Okay, I, like I okay. was just wondering how the, the twelve days like, uh, of Christmas are. Like, why gotcha. are we? Like, gotcha, why is that? Gotcha. gotcha. Um, so they operate on the people are operating on the if it if it ain't broke, don't fix it uh, yes. sort of mentality. Yeah. Uh, and in the meantime, uh, I can't, I forgot their names already. I don't care about their names. <laughs> after after my names. insurrection rant. Um, Stephanie is Stephanie more and Brady. of a, yeah. Stephanie wants to fix it. Yeah. Um, to in order to make more money, maybe like rebuild it and modernize it and make it less like hometowny. While Brady wants to fix it, making it more hometowny, but also modernizing it and hopefully making more money. But the parents are like no, and the dad is like more, and then everyone's confused. Brady and Stephanie fall in love um, very
1: quickly, ve- super quickly. Oh my god, we have an so act quickly. Two-
0: yeah, we have an act 2 kiss. Yes. And then they and then a uh, act 2 crisis falling out. And then in act 3, it's sort of dealing with both of their parental relationships. Yeah. Um this movie's like more Stephanie's, about the parents than that. Yeah, Stephanie's talking with Brady's parents. Brady I don't think has any connection with Stephanie's dad. No. Well, whatsoever. he shows up
1: Christmas Eve. Like he rolls right. up and then comes back as Santa at the end, but then <laughs> yeah. rolls
0: out. And let's let's skip to that. So St- he so Stephanie Stephanie's dad comes uh Christmas Eve to hear the pitch. He get Stephanie gives him a unexpected pitch about how we need to embrace tradition and like amp that up to the nth degree. Yeah. Uh in order to keep the same Christmas spirit and he's like, "No, I'm firing you." And she's like, "What?" And then she goes away and then he comes back as Santa to say, "I am rehiring you." And I believe in Christmas again after he has a very sad dinner alone (laughs) goes to one dinner.
1: No, I think it's 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 that they write. She writes these Christmas letters. You're supposed to write a letter to Santa. But if you write one late, you put it on the mantle. So um, Brady's mom takes the letter and slips it in with um, her dad's stuff. So he reads it at this lonely pathetic, sad, (laughs) worthless dinner that he has by himself. Like the coward he is. And the
0: restaurant has no personality and it's very clear that he's like, he's in a low spot here.
1: Oh, is it clear? Because it was very not, it was so subtle and and underspoken. (laughs) Yeah. Calmly. Really
0: soft, super soft moment. Um, And then he comes back as Santa Claus and uh, that's pretty much the, that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. And he's like, and they smooch, right? Uh, yeah, they smooch. Um, wow. Uh, Daniel. Try. I wrote down uh, two things. Okay. Feast of the Seven Fishes. Which is the traditional Italian dinner that they make for the families on, the, on Christmas Eve. Yes, we
1: forgot to mention I that the that... mother is constant. Every day she has a different uh, Christmas festivity from around the world. Which I kind of like.
0: Yeah, I really like that. Um, and Because the other uh, international Christmas festivity that is uh, mentioned uh, in this movie... Hold on, I'm looking up The Feast of the Seven Fishes to see if there's anything I could read that's fun. <laughs> Um, let me see. Uh, (laughs) It's an Italian-American Christmas Eve celebration. Um, although it is not called that in Italy, it is not a feast in the sense of holiday, but rather a grand meal. Christmas Eve is a vigil or fasting day, and the abundance of seafood reflects the observance of of abstinence from meat until the feast of Christmas Day itself. So it's like a pescatarian holiday. Cool. Um... Let me see. I
1: loved the uh, point where they are trimming the tree for the first time, and everyone has their own ornament that they put on. And the guy who owns the place is like, "Bill, why don't you come up and uh, why don't you come up and tell the tell your story?" So this dude goes up and he's like, "Yep, I came here with my wife all the time." And the manager keeps roasting this guy while he's trying to tell this story <laughs> that he was invited to tell. He's like came up he here way. with my wife, and the guy was like, yeah, in the Stone Age, it's just, like, absolutely <laughs> tears into
0: this guy. But the other thing, the other international thing, Peta Noel, French Santa. Yay, sweet. French Santa. yeah, oui, oui. That is a new character that that will bring back yeah. in next week's episode. French Santa. Yeah. French Santa uh, instead of leaving presents for Christmas
1: morning. Oh, Yes, he leaves the candy. <laughs> he at least he leaves candy in the kids' shoes <laughs> on when they wake up. Somehow creepier than American Somehow Santa little, Santa. Here, okay, do you I wanna
0: explore why. Because here's my reasoning why it's way creepier. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Because American Santa just comes down the chimney and stays in the living room mm-hmm. and then yeets out of there. Yeah. French Santa says, oui, oui, Let's see how they're <laughs> sleeping in there. I got to check on their shoes to make sure they're not stinky. And I, Which, granted, American Santa candy. can
1: see you when you're sleeping. <laughs> I mean, he can, but it's not like he goes. Into that the feels more like a third eye thing. That feels less yeah, like yeah. he literally goes. Because she wakes up on Christmas morning, and someone has come into her room and put candies in her shoe. Yeah, that that is what that and and if I was staying for, at a resort tray, and the managers, I don't care how friendly they are. If they came into my room while I was sleeping and put candy in my shoes, no, no, not huge at all. Red flag giant red
0: flag good god get out of there
1: feel like i don't know about you i would be exhausted staying at this resort because every day there's a different event that you are sort of expected to go to
0: yeah and like an international event but maybe that's why they're booked because that's like why you go like you stay for a day and you kill it And you like have that experience, right? But some of these
1: families feel like they. It sounded like they were like, we go and then we stay here for a few weeks. I can't imagine going there for two weeks. You're not able to get any work done. Did you want to relax and watch some Netflix, catch up on some some light reading? No, you can't. You got to go learn about the French Santa who will put (laughs) zakendi. Your <laughs> friend <Santa> who <laughs> wants to sniff
0: your feet? Oh, hello. <laughs> hey, hello, how's it going? You want some laffy taffy? <laughs> Just exhaust. <laughs> exhaust. Daniel, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. I've watched too many bad Hallmark movies in a row. I'll say it. This one's bad. I'm not going to beat around the bush. This one's bad. Um, it's bad. It's more it's so th- boring. It's bad. Uh, it's the bad. Ice,
1: like
0: ugh. there's the ice fishing scene.
1: That was pretty cute. Which was
0: kind of cute. It was cute. I don't hate uh, them.
1: They're definitely not my It's not my least favorite cast. It's not my least favorite script. I don't know what it was about this movie that just And I'm and I'm I'm cushioned. I feel reassured by the fact that you also are refli- responding to it the way I did, which is just like yeah. I'm just sick of it. Well, everyone's so likable, I think is the mm. issue because like
0: there's one thing in like understanding a villain. Yeah. But like no, no one is of no one's like a villain, you know? Alan Fix a villain. But like not in a bad way, you know? Like you under you see where he's coming from and it's like, yeah, that's like like you get it, you know? No, like
1: a lot yeah, a lot of the villains in these are like, oh, I lost someone close to me and that's why I've been a jerk. And it's like that's fine. I'm glad I understand. Right. You were still a jerk, though. Like, we still yeah. need to address the fact that you were a jerk to me my entire life. And the entire reason she got into business was to be close to her father. Yeah, it's just it's
0: just boring.
1: I think it's, it's a boring it's really one, not, boring. A, not a bad one.
0: Okay, okay. I can concede that.
1: That said, I'm done spending time in this world. Connections... French, French Santa we we must keep, yeah, I feel like French oh god we do need to roll French Santa into the North Pole network now though. don't we? Yeah, he's there you know that's the Santa that they get together for like the one time of the year where they let all Santas get together and he's always yeah. like the designated survivor Santa cause they're like oh god I don't yeah. want that Santa or- in here <laughs>
0: Well, he's like, so it's like SantaCon, and it's like, all right, do we have any ideas to improve like the Santa experience across the world? Yeah, and French Santa's always like, how about we put some fudge in their shoes? And- <laughs> And everyone's like, French Santa, it's it's already enough that you sneak into their <laughs> bedrooms and put candy.
1: Now you want them to get in there and step in some chocolate? Well, South, yeah, South American Santa's like, it's way too hot for that. <laughs> you can do that in it's, France if you want. He's like, yeah. no, we must all put the candy <laughs> in the children's it's shoes. Like,
0: this is not the climate <laughs> for that, French Santa. This is the physic temperature wise.
1: yeah. Find yourself close to the qu- equator sometime, French, French Santa. Santa. French Santa, we oui? Do you have an idea? I do have an idea. Does it involve candy and shoes? No? Okay, what's your idea, French Santa? I want to put little pieces of bacon in the children's shoes. <laughs> French it's Santa, like, that's, that's the worse same, somehow. That's the same. French Santa, is it Fr- candied bacon? We oui. oui. It is candied uh, bacon. <laughs> Uh,
0: French Santa, do you have an idea? We oui. Does it involve candy and shoes? No. All right, what is it? Licorice for the
1: laces!
0: <laughs> French Santa, that's the same thing! French,
1: French Santa, do you have an idea? Oui, do they involve candy? No. Okay, what's your idea? I have been talking with the Keebler elves. Okay, French Santa, you said it doesn't involve candy. It doesn't involve candy! No, 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 no. I think we should replace the children's shoes with candy shoes. That involves candy. This does not involve candy in the shoes, though. It involves candy as the shoes. As oh, the oh, shoes. Oh, we oh,
0: oh. Tickles the mustache.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's got a mustache. He doesn't have a beard. He just yeah, yeah. has a long, he, he overgrown mustache.
0: Yeah, huge white handlebar mustache. Can you
1: imagine this Santa meeting with the Santa from the Santa incident? Those two in the room, Santa incident is like, yeah, man, I got abducted by the FBI. We really got to keep a low profile. That means nothing superfluous. We get in, we give the gifts, we get out. What about the candy in the shoes, though? (laughs) We cannot forget about about the. We wake up in the the, (laughs) morning. This is the most important tradition of Christmas. Yeah, we must put the candy in the shoes.
0: (laughs) The the candy, in the shoes. (laughs) For Santa,
1: you can either put the gifts down, we, or you can put the shoe. You can put the candy in the shoes. I think you all know which one I will choose to do. <laughs> that feels a little unfair because I think we are all aware my favorite part is the candy in the shoes. The candy in the shoes. But he's also like, um, been, he's never been caught. Like nobody's ever caught French Santa. No, he can't be caught. He's do French you, Santa. Do you think it's SantaCon? I like this idea of SantaCon now. I want to talk about uh-huh. this more. Do you think that yeah. they have competitions that SantaCon
0: um well, they probably have like games because mm-hmm. uh, you know how every conference has like a little a little corporate game where everyone's wearing their i d s and playing Cornhole? Yeah.
1: i fe- yeah. do they do do they do uh do they do icebreakers
0: they do ice they play capture the flag and French Santa always hides the flag in his shoes. <laughs> 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 He's like French Santa, you gotta put it somewhere where we can find it. You'll never find it's it in like, my shoes. You'll never you'll have to wake up in the morning to find it in my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I could do another ten minutes of French Santa, but I don't think anyone wants to listen to another ten minutes of French Santa.
1: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Okay. French, French, I, French Santa, you gotta stop giving them candy, all right? We're trying to cut back on the sugar. This is dark chocolate. This is okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is dark chocolate. All right. <laughs> I'm done talking about this movie. Um, Holy cow. Okay, I'm glad we talked about French Santa for 15 minutes instead of actually talking about the phone because that would have been
1: boring. She's so calm when she describes French Santa, too. Yeah. She's like, yeah, he comes into kids' rooms at night and puts candy in their shoes. And everyone's like, and oh, she... charming. But she's also so calm receiving that
0: information. Yes. And then she's equally as a, as calm when she finds the candy in her shoes.
1: No, she freaks out when she, she's like, candy! And she she goes through quite a transformation in <laughs> this movie but but it's not like
0: it's not chaos it's not like oh somebody came into my room it's Candy, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> french santa oh merci um,
1: french santa merci <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right uh,
1: Dan, uh i was gonna say daniel have Kunker you guys got, have you music. guys seen les mises recently it is still a very good show. Love Les Bavis. Loves Les <Lame-Biz. Loves>
0: <laughs> Like, unapologetically, it's like, let's put the licorice in the shoe also. Uh, Here's you know, a and DVD Roa- copy of 2012's <laughs> <Also>, film Les <laughs> <Lame-z>. Also, Javert <laughs> and Hathaway as Eponine.
1: If um, you guys, you know what my favorite Hugh Jackman performance is? <laughs> <laughs> um Norm okay. Lewis is in a new play on Broadway, but I must say I preferred him. <laughs> Colin Robertson. <laughs> Colin Robertson wrote the
0: intro music. You can uh find us on Twitter at hcusecret on twitter.com. You can also find us at hc at mistletoe dot com on the web. Ooh. And you can fill out a contact form on the bottom of the page, or you can email us, mistletoesecret at gmail.com. Uh What's our next film? We're getting close to the end of this year. We're getting um, close I think... to the end. No, this is it. This is it. Finding <gasps> Christmas is the final film oh, of God. 2013, Daniel.
1: Wow. Are you serious? No, no. Oh, my God, it is. Yeah. <gasps> mm-hmm. Wow. Finding Christmas. These And the last movies are, historically, where things get a little wild. Yeah, and Finding Christmas sounds pretty good. Wait, I'm sorry. This sounds exactly the same as the other one. They swap residencies for the holidays. This is just trading Christmas again.
0: Oh, I can't wait. You I can't love the same movie me. again.
1: Um, so
0: we're going to be watching Finding Christmas. It's the last movie. Then we have a recap episode, which are always a blast, where we're going to talk about our theories that we made and see if they're canon or, or it not too, canon. Because Trey's free now. Well,
1: let's, get, let's get a little crazy. Gonna do let's something get crazy with it. With it. Yeah. Um, I've been debating this. I don't know if I brought this up to Trey yet. I've, I've been debating if facebook may be a better place for us to meet like so if 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 the idea i'm gonna put a poll out on twitter too but if the idea of us having like a facebook page is interesting okay. to you if you if that sounds more appealing i know a lot more people have facebook than twitter I, I, i've been kind of debating that I, I think kind of that may make a little bit more sense it may be a little bit more on brand twitter feels a little yeah. uh corporate and for a podcast that is strictly anti-corporate um you know <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. I would like to give a massive shout out to our less than 1% of our listeners, but you matter immensely to us. You're in the Czech Republic. It will not tell me what part of the Czech Republic, but we appreciate you immensely. Canada's on the rise, man. Canada's at 5% now. Ooh, baby Canada. is biting at the toe of Australia. Somebody told their friends. And we appreciate it immensely. Thank you all so much for listening. Like I said, let us know. I'm going to post that poll on Twitter at HCU secret Um, anchor, which we we host on anchor is letting me do polls now. Like in the episode, I don't know what it looks like. I'm afraid to try it. Maybe next week I'll try a poll for the finale. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? we'll see we'll see what happens it's just like do you want to have a question for your audience i was like uh no it's not homework but maybe i do <laughs> <kind> of fun. <laughs> i don't want to make them do any work i don't want to make um, someone be like oh podcast great <laughs> what do you want to do oh no <laughs> um my name is trey Plutnicki, my name is daniel Kunkel,
0: and i'm reminding you to stay jingling and stay jolly thank you so much for listening